The following program is presented by Tracy Austin of New Mentality PC and Mental Edge Fitness Solutions. Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, everybody, you are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this show is designed to provide you with tips, strategies, and solutions to improving your mental health and mental fitness. And everybody already knows it's the third Thursday of the month. I'm with the amazing Erica Singleton, the director of creativity, right, (laughs) and inspiration and communication for professionals beyond the game. And we are joined today with the founder of Professionals Beyond the Game, Jontonio Pinkney. Erica, JP, hello, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. morning. We are so excited. We, we're excited, aren't we? We are. We are. It's, um, it's been over a year since he's actually been on with us, yes. and it's hard to get him to come in front of a crowd sometimes. <laughs> Most times. But yeah, yeah. But uh but he actually he moves a crowd. He does. He does. So um it's important and what we're talking about and um just thinking about our journeys and our transitions and how we've transitioned, how we've helped each other transition. Um today's today's show is it gets me excited. It does. Absolutely. And I'm, what I'm going to do is introduce um, Gentonio, and then we're going to get into our conversation. Um, he is, just let me start off, a visionary. I'm going to get into his bio, but this guy has a brilliant mind. He sees a bigger picture. He knows how to bring people together. He inspires and encourages me every single day, up close and from afar. And I'm so excited to be connected to the group, to the mission, to the organization. Um, Jontonio has a deep passion for talent development and helping people bring out the best in themselves and others. He is the founder of two companies located in Fort Mill, South Carolina, Professionals Beyond the Game and Titanium Ops. Jontonio gained more than 20 years of experience in the education and financial technology industry, encompassing HR consulting and training, international financial services, portfolio management, public school administration, and school counseling. Prior to starting his own businesses, Jontonio served as a nonprofit executive responsible for leading the implementation of new programs and services. JP holds a bachelor's degree in business administration and a master's degree in school counseling and educational leadership from Winthrop University. As an undergraduate student athlete, he was a four-year letterman, co-captain, and member of the two-time Big South Championship men's basketball team. He earned his MBA from Wake Forest University. Go Deeks! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know we could do yes. that. Yes, <laughs> go Deeks! You cannot say Wake Forest University without That's doing not that. Fair. The Boot Crew needs to represent as well. <laughs> yes. And he is also a certified project management professional, scrum master, and Gallup certified strength coach. JP has and his wife have a son and a daughter, and they love spending time traveling and officiating basketball. JP, so, my guy. Hey. We love you. Love you too. Welcome, welcome, welcome Thank back. You. How are you? Tell us a little bit more about who you are, your vision. Um, you have this ability to see beyond what others can't. Yeah. And you have really built something and are building something that's going to really change the trajectory of how we look at sports, student athletes, and how we see ourselves as a whole in general. Tell the people a little bit about how you got started. Well, I'm going to tell you, it, it really started from a sense of community. Yeah. You know, now with technology and the advancements of science, we can scientifically prove how much community is needed and essential component to just overall well-being. 
And I think I grew up in one of the greatest communities on God's earth in the low country of South Carolina. Um, I grew up with my grandparents, so I had a lot of wisdom uh, and, and, and that context over who we are, our culture, how we got here, consistently and constantly being immersed in that, right? And just this sense of, I, co- I tell folks I'm a community baby, yeah. right? Where there was a mom at every stop. There was a dad at every stop, right? And 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 constantly encouraging and pushing and, and elevating me to be my best self before I even knew who I was. Uh, and, and, and so it was one of those things that that was, it was so much poured in me, uh, through academics, through sports, throughout my entire career. How could I not give back? Yeah. Right. I'm conditioned for that, that sense of that community and, uh, just given my culture, who we are, uh, and being communal, um, uh, it is, it's just been, it's a pillar, um, that I stand on in the work that I do. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. I'm going to let you kick us off. Erica. Yeah. I'm going to let you kick us off. <laughs> you know, Gentonio and I were talking on the way in here, and we have uh, 20 plus years together. I, yeah. I covered that Winthrop basketball team he <laughs> played yeah. for. Yeah. I was one of his classmates right out there cheering with them, watching them in March Madness, as yeah, it were. Yeah. yeah, one of those first groups yeah. to ever go to the NCAA tournament. Got to throw that plug 98, in there. 98, 99, 99, 2000. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to the boys. But can I say that one of the things um, that we kind of kind of looked at and one of the things I forgot, you know, there's always the athlete. Um, there's always the executor, uh, the innovator. But I, I forgot briefly that he was also a counselor. And so last night I was at a curriculum night. I was listening to our administrators um, talk about preparing um, rising ninth graders at that point um, to go into the next level and, and choosing classes. And, and the counselors were really um, pointing out the importance of the big picture. Um, you know, the counselors understand that it's more than just a teacher's recommendation, uh, that it's also the outside factors that maybe the teachers are never aware of that that person gets up every morning and cooks breakfast for their siblings and has to get them out the door as well, that that person has a job after school, um, that that athlete is playing for two separate teams. Mm. Um, and when you're choosing classes, those things are important. And so as we work together in professionals beyond the game and beyond, Jantonio brings that experience. So I, I want to talk to the counselor for just a minute yeah. about – all the stressors, you know, there's March Madness from a sports point of view, but there's also for a student athlete, there's March Madness from a student point of view, preparing yeah. for that next year, preparing as a senior for that next step, your journey, where it goes next. So kind of put on that counselor hat for a minute. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me give a shout out to all my school counselors and all the educators because it is March Madness because we're waiting for spring break to happen. Right. This is this is this is a long stretch for my educators right now. And we just kind of squeeze slide into spring break to get that rest to finish the school year. Um but the thing that I, that always resonated with me about being a counselor first it allowed me to listen. Cuz one thing and you know, I'm you know, I'll say when I I'm class of 2000 collegiately so you that tells you about the age that I am. Um and it was there was a lot of listening in the community, particularly growing up with older folks. Uh, and so that always this is, you know, I, I typically don't like to be the one talking, but I love to be the one listening. And school counseling created that avenue for me because what that did and what I think school counselors have just an incredible ability to do is build teams. Our our main teammate, our primary uh, we primary advocates for the student. But that doesn't mean directly 
with the student. And so when we are putting a family meeting together or working with special needs um, uh, staff for IEP meetings or working with the administration or school planning or we're thinking about the, the, the school uh, course schedules, um, all of those administrative work, or thinking about a student's trajectory, putting teams of, around students so that they can be successful. Right. And, and, and around ourselves. I mean, when I was a school counselor, I was really blessed. I work with former athletes. Uh, let me throw a shout out to uh, Vance High School, uh, where I started my career as a school counselor. Um, but that administrative team, they weren't just school building administrators. They were instructional leaders and they understood uh, the the value of planning your position. Like I really was allowed to be a school counselor. So, of course, we, you know, we, there was a minute we had to do scheduling. We had to do all of those things. But they incorporated us in the discipline. I know many schools are doing this sort of thing, but this this is my experience. And I thought this was um, so it was great for the students, but it was even better for me, um, you know, because. You know, we talked about this in, in our pregame, right, yeah. about, uh, you know, being able to connect our souls to the role. And that was a role that I was able to connect my soul to because it was the role, not the task. It was the role of advocating for students and 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 in our in our student athletes. Right. And so that the student athletes weren't separated from the academics, right? It wasn't, you know, I was able to to work with them in a sense of, hey, this is a part of my caseload. I'm focusing on not just getting you into college and, and extending your playing career for as long as your talent carries you, but also thinking of setting them up what's after that because that's what was done for me. I had a very, as hard as it was mentally, from a career perspective, I was blessed to have a very soft landing. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that made the mental stuff that I had to deal with so much better because I was already in a community that listened, that was immersed with counselors, that was immersed with people that even if they left counseling and transition, they stayed in that space, right? Still supporting the community in, in, in essence, expanding our reach as school counselors. And so I'm just, uh, uh, I, I, I'm always going to be an advocate. And when I step in a room, I'm, I'm still working in the educational space. I, I'm pr- I proudly say I'm, I'm not a teacher. They're special people, the people that can deliver instruction. But uh, let me give a shout out and recognize that we have a voice in the room for the school counselors. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. I got a question around that as well. Like, so what do you see now as you're describing the role and the experiences that you've had Mm -hmm. being a school counselor and being in that position? Yeah. what do you see now, especially with the caseloads that a lot of our school counselors are faced with? Because I love, like you're saying, creating a team around the student and the student athlete, being able to see them more than just an athlete, yeah, right? Because yeah. the student themselves might be focused on their sport, on their thing, getting into college, going in this direction. Exactly. But that team being able to kind of build out and work together and say, wait, these might be some other areas of strengths. Do you see that posing a challenge now with in the school systems with the counselors being so busy, taking on testing, taking on scheduling, their roles have changed tremendously sure, over sure. the last few years. Sure, sure. How does that how does that work now? What do you see? I couldn't imagine being in a school counselor now because I love to listen. So that requires people to actually talk. Right. Yeah. Right. right? And so the communicate the lines of communication has changed with social media, how we're interacting, how we have to stay on top of, of cultural shifts so that we are inclusive and equitable in how we reach us, uh, the entire student body, um, regardless of background. Um, that, that, like I said, I don't know how they do it. Um, I think that, you know, the communication um, um, uh, is just evolved to the point to where uh, 
you know, it, like I said, I don't know how they do it. I will say that for athletes, um, you know, from, from my experience in, 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 um, in working with athletes in schools, one of the things that I've had to do is, you know, sorry, I'm losing my thought here. No, you're um, good. Um, cause now I'm drifting and I'm seeing, I'm like, I really am stuck on like, how would I communicate? And honestly, I, I really don't know because but with think- COVID it took us out. Yeah. We weren't communicating in person. Yeah. We, now you have all the social emotional learning and school counselors, you know, we have our master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, to your point with all the things that we have to do and, and cause I'm a vision, I'm, I'm literally seeing this in my head. Like, how do you do this? But all the things that we have to do, we're not licensed. Right. Right. And so with all the things that students bring in, you know, the fact that we just try to keep the ship afloat. Right. Right. Because when you're talking three, four or five hundred kids on your caseload, you try to give them your whole self for the 15, 20 minutes that you have them. But when you realistically, there's only so much time that you can really box into that. And so this is why community was so important. Mm-hmm. This is why, like when when I was a school and I know school counselors are still doing this because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm connected with many of them, you know. Connecting with folks in the community, particularly the school counselors that have transitioned, that are still connected, that are, are now licensed, mm-hmm. that can do this work that, mm-hmm. you know, obviously like the work that you do, mm-hmm. like we're connected with folks like Dr. Tia, sports psychi- psychiatry, they're all different lanes. And so the, 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 to me, I think there's been an expansion of skill sets so that it allows us to stay in a space to where we're still operating our straight strength and still serving students, um, in a very fast paced environment that yeah. I think definitely has to slow down in a space to really get the work needed um, to be done. One of the things that, that you both have said and, and that I think you touched on briefly, Gentonio, mm-hmm. is that um, people don't realize how close counselors are to actually being coaches. Yeah. Uh, you know, they create a game plan. Um, they help They help the students translate those talents to be able to execute best in their day-to-day. Uh, it, the, they look at where they'll well, where they'll shine, where they'll strive, and they help them try to shore up some of their own weaknesses. So as as we look at that, um, I'd like for you to kind of talk about how moving from a counselor to a Clifton strength coach was a mm-hmm. natural progression for you. I love asking questions, right? And when you think about the work in any mental health, I mean, it's foundational, yeah. right? You don't you don't shoot hoops without a ball, right? So you don't do this work without a really love of being curious. Um, and so for me, it was a natural transition, um, given given where I was in my career, um, like my sort of growth. I mean, I think that um, coaching expanded my ability. Like I call myself an educational businessman, right? Mm -hmm. So it allowed me to expand my audience to be able to pour back into the work that we do now. Um, Going back to communication, because if I'm working with an executive, those sort of nuggets that I get when coaching them, you know, it tends to, it gives me a vision. It gives me a sense of where student athletes are going. So you can kind of support that transition. Hey, we start to shed light on some of the blind spots because when you're in the school building um, or academician, you're not in industry. Right. I mean, and so it's, 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 it's an unfair expectation to say, Hey, get this kid ready for college, your c- career and college ready when you're not necessarily in career. And you got all these emerging technologies, emerging. We don't even know what the opportunities are going to be right. 
you know, three, four years from now, before right. we could say that, well, you know, we got a certain industry, they'll probably last, you know, 10, 15 years, maybe. That's just not the case anymore. Yeah. And so, I, and for me, I think that has been uh, just the curious questions. And I, I love learning. Um, you know, some teachers say I could have been a better student, but they will tell you I love <laughs> learning. Um, but just what we are able to capture as coaches from that wider audience but then be able to bring back again because the, the connections to the, to the role and the soul don't leave. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going to be a counselor at heart, but now I've been able to, I've been blessed to be able to expand my network, be able to expand my community, which by in, in essence expands my knowledge base. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So now it's easier to pick up the phone and say, Hey Tracy, I got somebody that's fascinated with bio neural feedback. Yeah. You know, yeah. can you talk to them? Yeah. You know, that's the sort of thing. Cause we can't do this alone. So that council mentality of team, you know, seeing someone at the individual level, but also being able to stay with them and see the whole picture of how they fit into a picture of possibility in the community. Right. Yeah. That to me is where that foundation was laid at school counseling and education, um, no, in Seabrook, in that community. But it's just been a seamless transition for me in terms of my career from that community school counseling and then now coaching. And I think that's what sets what the work we're doing and what you're doing at Professionals Beyond the Game because you do that very well. You have the pieces, the seven pillars, yeah. right? The whole yeah. person. You're looking at every area of an individual and you have somebody, some companies, some partners, some relationships in each area yeah. of a person's life that you can tap into. Yeah. That's yeah. life changing. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. life changing. I love that. You're right. Because again, this, we're following the science. Yes. One. But also realizing that there are certain things that can't be explained. Yeah. And I won't try to. Um, and that's where we look at the seven pillars. Like I'm, you know, I do okay. You know, I, I wish I, I wish I could say I was wealthy, but I don't have a financial knowledge, a financial backing, mm-hmm. right? And again, things are becoming so specialized. I don't know how we talk about serving someone um, in any capacity without a network. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, again, you know, even when you think about counseling, the different areas of counseling, I mean, there are just as many specialties in counseling as there are in law. Right. Yeah. Right. When you, when you, when you think about it. Right. Yeah. And how selfish it would be of me. It's my own ego. If I say, hey, I'm a, I'm a counselor, I'm a coach. Come to me. and I can take care of everything. I'm going to help you get, you know, that's salesy. That's not what this is about. Right. right. I mean, mm-hmm. if we're really about the 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 uh, serving of your clients and the serving of um, uh, uh, to the get the best results, you don't do this alone. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it just doesn't happen. Right. And so we're about connecting with other organizations, building community for collective impact. Right. Because, again, for all the great things that are happening in the community, we've seen tremendous strides. We're just not there. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's like we are. We're at times we're at the Golden State Warriors level, yeah. You know, and they had a record regular season, but they didn't win the championship, right? So Mike can still brag, him and his Bulls, they can still <laughs> brag because again, I want to see get to the point that where we're bringing more of a, a, a collective team together, so that we're we're the, we're they're not just winning the regular season, we're not just getting to the championship, but we're winning those championships in the community. We're starting to see that, and Charlotte is one of the best examples that I think is in the country. In terms of diversity, in terms of equity, in terms of mental health support, yes. like all of the the pieces are coming together to really create a, just this this talent community, this beloved community. Um, now, we still have some challenges, and that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's why we can't pull up. We can't stop for, uh, short of the finish line. To, um, to stick with your basketball example, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I want to kind of talk about, go back to what we kind of talked about with March Madness. So you have all of these different students. Um, I started on the high school level. I also talk about the college level. You know, um, they are trying to take everything that they've been told and everything that they know. And even, you know, as they prepare to go to college, oh, I'm going to do this thing because it looks good on my resume. And, you know, I participated in this group because it looks good on my resume. Um, but it may be something that you never do again in life. Yeah. You know, it's it's not intrinsically who you are. So before we finish out, I really want to talk about talent and what talents bring to the table yeah. in terms of strengths. Yeah. Well, you know, talent, and I use the different definition, um, is just how you show up. Your natural way of thinking, feeling, and behaving. And when you start the conversation there at a core level, right, um, most sports starts with conditioning. Mm -hmm. They don't, you know, basketball, we don't roll the balls out first thing, right? We've got to get in shape. And when we think about most folks don't really have a great sense that I work with, that don't have great high awareness of the full range of talents that they possess beyond what people see mm -hmm. and have told them, which limits folks. Right. Particularly athletes. Right. We are we're scouted. We're, we're filmed and we constantly watch ourselves doing things. Mm -hmm. We aren't really talked about in my particular. I'll just speak for myself throughout my athletic career. I wasn't really talked about on the, in terms of athletics of who I was as an athlete and how those skills and those talents can can transfer over. They don't change. They just develop. Yeah. They go deeper. This is innately who you are. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when you have that conversation and, and have it around talent and reframe it to the space. And I'll use basketball. You stop ball watching. This is what I learned in officiating, right? The game of basketball, most sports is a team sports is a beautiful sport. When you take your lens back, got to stay close to the mic. When you take your lens back, <laughs> right? And start seeing the whole field. And so with talent, you start to look at the whole person. There it is. Right. Love it. Love it. Right. And so those same talents, whether you are dribbling, running, tackling, kicking a goal or, 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 or knocking it in the sandbox. They train, if you go to the boardroom, if you're in a meeting, those same talents exist. We see, I know when I graduate, it's like, okay, well, what do I do now? Yeah. And it's yes. like, well, wait a minute. What have you been doing? Right. And if we can reshape the conversation to not literally a list of things that you've been doing, you start to say, well, what have I been doing? How have I been displaying those talents? How have, what are those things that have allowed me to do what I've done very well? Yeah. What was the, it was the discipline that got me up at 6 a.m. Yeah. Or was my responsibility that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take psychological ownership. So the way I get up is say, Hey, I'm going to be such and such place at this time. So that's how I show up, right? Whatever those talents are, as we start to have those conversations and just start talking, bring those things top of mind to where we're exposing ourselves to ourselves. Yes. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Talk about that really going deeper into self-awareness, building confidence, yeah. making sure people are aligned from the beginning of who they are, not when something's ending and done and it's like, oh, wait, who am I and what do I do now? Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that talk about talent. And we got to hear that on a deeper level. And I'm so thankful that you're implementing these things now because at that youth age, at that high school, yeah. college age, as our brains are still developing, we're still trying to figure some things out. That's the most important time where we need to know we're yeah, more no than question. just the thing that we're doing in the yeah, moment. Yeah, no question. No question. I think that it'll make the transition 
um, it'll make the transition, I shouldn't say easier, but it'll open up opportunities to uh, make your transition more successful. Richer, fuller. Fuller, Fuller. healthier. Yeah, Yeah. healthier. Healthier. Right? Because, I mean, you know, I know that that, that one question you can't, what am I going to do now? Right. JP, we got about one minute. I need you to let people know how they can reach you, how they can support you, the needs that you have. Um, with one minute left, I want to make yeah. sure people understand how they can connect and support with what you're doing. Absolutely. Well, you know, Professionals Beyond the Game, www.pbtg.org. Uh, reach out, con- you know, send us a message. Uh, we want to connect uh, the organizations in the community. Yeah. Like, like I said, we can't do this alone. The work that we do, we do it with other folks, people like yourselves, like I said earlier. And to me, this, this sense of community, Charlotte, the Charlotte Mecklenburg area, the state of South Carolina, North Carolina, we're doing some great things, but we, in order to really realize the result, we got to do it together. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Erica, what you got? You want to send us home? Well, really quick, anybody who's interested in finding out more about our uh, illustrious Chris uh, Clifton Strength Coach, uh, there is a camp this summer in Mooresville that he will be offering for a week in June. Um, We'll put up the information on professionalsbeyondthegame.org. But also it's going to be at Pine Lake Preparatory uh, School. And so also looking on their website and going to My Payments Plus, you can find out about it. I appreciate y'all. I love my network, love my community. I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to go out and shine bright like the stars that we are. Can't wait to see you guys soon. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters.